Before we begin, please note that this podcast is intended for mature audiences. I am not a doctor or a therapist, and nothing I say should take the place of a relationship with a qualified medical or mental health professional. Take care. Hello, and welcome to Resting Scared. You know what this is. You know what I do here. This is a podcast where I talk about health challenges and anxiety and health anxiety in particular and mental health. Um, my name is Mary. And how's it going? I am just back home again from going out of town for the weekend. I feel like that is really all I do these days is go out of town on the weekend. (laughs) It's all good though. And it was great to see the family that we were visiting. But yeah, I'm almost glad that I have a really busy like next six weeks coming up. Um, Like work wise and just kind of boring life wise because it also means that I'll kind of be in my own groove for a little bit in my own life and my own local life so if that makes sense it'll be good my cats will appreciate it (laughs) Okay, so today is September 5th. September already. Can you believe it? Can you handle it? I cannot. And in 2001, in Washington, D.C., hello, scientists provided evidence for the black hole theory uh, at a conference here in D.C. And black holes are terrifying and fascinating, uh, fascinating. And all space is magic, which means that we're all magic since we are floating on a space rock. So yeah, black holes equal we are magic. Just kidding, kind of. In addition to that, uh, here's what I know about black holes. They are formed from dead stars and they suck in matter and... Then I had to go to Wikipedia. Well, I looked at more sites than Wikipedia, actually, but I really like this little nugget of information from Wikipedia. Um, a black hole is a region of space-time where gravity is so strong that nothing, including light or other electromagnetic waves, has enough energy to escape it. Terrifying, truly. Um... The boundary of no escape is called the event horizon. The boundary of no escape. Stop. Okay, spooky space magic. Just in time for fall. We love that. So today I just kind of want to talk about where I'm at and what's been on my mind lately. 
so let's just get into it. Um, the last time you heard from me talking about my like current health body situation, um, I think I was just telling you about dry needling and I've told you about cupping and I'm still doing all of that and I'm still doing regular PT as well. Um, still taking the medications I was before and yeah, so now we're here. Last episode, I said that I was, that I went to a doctor's appointment and that I was feeling kind of heavy about it or whatever it was I said. So I just decided I would kind of talk about some of that now. Um, so I went to a new doctor, um, referred by my gynecologist and she was very thorough, honestly, um, did a very thorough, like exam and everything and long story short she's going to she's kind of going with a new-ish working theory for all of my problems um she thinks I have damage uh of the pudendal nerve which is what I had been assuming honestly anyway as like a part of the you know a piece of the larger puzzle um And she kind of tested that theory a little bit, and it seems to check out. So I'll have this little, I don't know, technically a procedure uh, to get nerve blocks on both sides of my, you know, both sides of my body. So there's that. Um, And on top of that, she's having me try out taking something called a mast cell inhibitor and it's honestly quite the drug I so I have to take it four times a day and it's like this little liquid mix it comes in a vial it does make me feel a little witchy but um you know it also messes with my stomach uh but you know I'm hopeful it is given to people to treat asthma and other bowel stuff and she says she says that there's like a link to it with mast cell stuff with even like IC and IBS so I don't know it's a it's a theory um I'm hopeful question mark I'm hopeful um I've been on it for just under a week now so TBD but the idea here is that she thinks I have basically overactive mast cells which set off a whole bunch of inflammatory responses um and so like my nerve pudendal nerve acting up can make these mast cells pop off even more i i think that's where the two concepts are meeting um and honestly like yeah the way she explained it to me it does make sense right like yeah i guess But so far, kind of everything has made sense at some point. (laughs) So. She also said, and yeah, wait for it, that she doesn't see any lichen sclerosis. She said those words. Um, She didn't say that I don't have it. She said that I don't see any lichen sclerosis at all. And I kind of explained to her everything about the lichen simplex and how that's what my biopsy actually showed but that I kind of noticed some 
structural changes. And so I went to my gynecologist and she said that, yeah, it does, you know, that's what it looks like, but I never had another biopsy done. So it's all been, it's all been theories. It's all been working theories and it doesn't drive me insane at all. Um, so, right. So she said, she, she wants me to try these things out. The mast cell inhibitor as well as the nerve block. Um, and she kind of thinks, she kind of thinks this mast cell thing could be related to basically everything I've been dealing with over the last, you know, long time. So that's where I'm at in that those are the facts. Those are the current facts. That's where I'm at. Hey, we haven't done a check-in in a minute, so let's do that now. How are you, really? Are you okay? Are you tired or anxious or annoyed or sad? Whatever it is, it's okay for right now. Take a breath, drop your shoulders, unhinge your jaw. Cool. Amazing. Thanks. That's a lot, right? Or maybe it doesn't really seem like a lot to you, but I personally, well, I don't know. When I first got home from the doctor, I had like a long drive back home, like almost two hours. And I actually spent it talking to my therapist because I didn't expect it to take that long and I was running late. Um, But when I first got home, I just really hit my window of tolerance with talking about it. I burn out quickly from that, I think, um, because I just honestly am really overwhelmed by all of it. I mean, okay, actually this weekend I was looking through my old Facebook messages for something. I was trying to find something, um, but I ended up looking through like a lot of old messages and I found messages between my mom and I from 2013, so 10 freaking years ago, when I first started having really bad pelvic pain, really bad vulvodynia. And I had no idea that word existed back then. And that was even long before the IC stuff and before that whole journey and before the infertility and before all of that. And I'm just reading these messages and reading my panic and desperation and just the spiral. I can see the spiral happening in my messages. And it's just that was before all of this or was it really though or was it the start of it like that was so long ago and here I am now I mean 
but this is what I mean when I say I am overwhelmed. Um, just very physically and spiritually, I guess, um, exhausted from dealing with all of these pelvic issues and trying a decade's worth of different treatments, you know, on and off, whatever. Um, and now to have to have this doctor come in and tell me all of this new stuff and schedule another little procedure, you know, I mean, it's just so hard. There's been so many procedures, so many. Um, and it goes back to what I've talked about before, um, to just so desperately wanting this journey, this healing journey to be linear, even a little bit linear, um, and it really being anything but linear. But, you know, I did want this appointment. I went to that new doctor. It's not like anyone forced me to go. And that's because I wanted to go because I've just hit such a plateau in my progress and I still feel pretty rough a lot of the time. But, like, part of me wonders how how much what's the amount how much of is enough how much is too much when it comes to all of this all of this trying to feel better and listen i know i am really lucky that i'm in relatively good health otherwise but This is a pain and discomfort situation and I, my quality of life is, is having issues (laughs) and I just want to be done with it. Um, and I don't want to spend all of my twenties and now thirties just working on not being in pain. And so I wonder like, do I shift my focus? to stop trying to treat the pain but focus more on how the pain is making me feel? Do I work on the psychosocial part more and put the bio part on the back burner? Um, That feels honestly irresponsible because truly when I get into flares, like it's like a fire alarm is going off. I've talked about the fire alarm thing before, but that's what it, it's what it, what it feels like even when there's not a fire to be put out feels like something that cannot be ignored um and I'm just not really ready to throw in the towel on the medical biological treatments because I keep being met with new ideas I mean I keep seeking them out but I find them and things are changing so much every year and research is happening and understanding of chronic pain is happening and technology is growing and yeah then I wonder I get like thinking about it and I wonder if I continue to seek out treatments like physical medical treatments does this stunt my potential psychological progress And there's also the part of me that wonders how much of this isn't also trauma. Like, no amount of 
you know, gabapentin or whatever mast cell inhibitor is going to help me deal with the trauma. And I don't, it's not like I know that my trauma created these problems. Um, because, you know, you want to find a reason why you're suffering, why you're going through stuff. And I don't know that, but I know that I was just beginning to process a lot of things when stuff started popping off. I mean, I don't know, but am I, is that, am I stretching here? I just, it's just so much and there's so many different approaches and so many different directions that my mind goes in when I just want to feel better. And I just really want to know like how much is too much, how, how much trying is just trying too hard. (laughs) And what does that mean? What does that even mean for my future, my outlook. I don't know. As is often the case with me and with this podcast, I don't really have a way to end or to put a pin in this. Um because that's just life. That's just how it goes. Speaking of linear. (laughs) Um, But I do think that I have a goal, which is to not take any of this too seriously or not hold it too closely. And reminding myself that my body is capable of handling a lot. We are all very capable of handling a lot and capable of healing. And I think it's important to remember that your brain is a part of your body. My brain is a part of my body. Don't have to differentiate the two of them. We don't have to focus on one side of things while throwing away the other. So I'm out here trying one day at a time. And I know you are too. (sighs) Okay. Truly... Thanks so much for listening, and I hope your week goes well, and take care of yourself, and look for the lightness. Okay. Bye!